So. So. We have something to talk about. We do. We're going to learn all about Concord. The meaning to talk to you about Concords for a while. Sit in, sit down and close the door. I need to talk to you about Concord. <laughs> did you know you don't say the if you're properly speaking to it? About yeah, it? About I her? Did, I did know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just said it. The Concords are referred to as hers. As, yeah. As she. Yeah. I think a lot of uh, airships are referred to as in the lady format, but I can't say. Because men think they need to be able to drive them around? <clears throat> Maybe. Hmm. It's definitely some kind of toxic masculinity. <laughs> I'm Misty. And I'm Ike. For the next 15 minutes, we're going to debate pop culture. My background's in music. My background's in film. I know the topics beforehand. And I don't. We check the internet for the facts. And ruin it with opinions. From pop rocks in your lunchbox. To Happy Meal toys and swatch clocks. Um, so for those of you who don't know what Concord is, it was the supersonic, which means faster than the speed of sound, yeah. plane that a few countries would have. The most notable would be the quick flight, British Airlines, between New York and London. And you could do it in... Three hours. Three hours. A three-hour tour. You did it at Mach 2.04, which is 1,354 miles per hour. Which is... Fast as fuck. It's 700 (laughs) miles an hour faster than I've ever been in my whole life. Yeah. You know, really funny thing, guys geek out and know things like that. Mm -hmm. I don't have any fucking idea, any plane I've ever been in, what it was and how fast it went. And like none of that has ever occurred to me to think about on an airplane. Well, when you click on the map and it shows you where you are. I just don't care. Women don't care. You're cruising altitude in your airspeed. But women don't care. How, How many how many minutes are we from getting there? That's what we care about. (laughs) We don't care about how fast it's going. We don't care about any of that. Are you there yet? (laughs) Yeah. Are Are we we there yet? Do I have time to pee? Well, for those of the (laughs) for those males at home that do care, (laughs) the normal cruising altitude that you take on a commercial flight is between thirty two and thirty eight thousand feet. Right. Usually about thirty five thousand. I I in my head I've always just gone oh yeah thirty five thousand feet yeah like that that's just an average norm. Do you know how high the, con- not the, do you know how high Concord flew? I don't. Between 50 and 60,000 feet. Holy crap. And That's a lot further to fall. Yeah. At 60,000 feet, which is above the normal <gasps> ceiling, you can see the curvature of our flat earth. That is so freaking cool. <laughs> yeah. And the darkness of space. You could see, you could look up and be like, wow, there's space. And look down and go, That's the earth curving around. That is so awesome. Yeah. So people that flew on Concords, were practically space flighters. Star sailors. Star sailors. <laughs> Not to Sparate. Actually, I have a fact that you will find super interesting What's since that? we're saying star sailors. Yeah. There are actually less Concorde pilots than there are U.S. astronauts. Oh, yeah. People that are were actually licensed to fly Concords. Yeah. The pilot and co-pilot. There are less of them than there are the grand total sum of U.S. astronauts. You know, it's even fewer than that. Tell me. Commanders of aircraft carriers. Yeah. That's like a, a, that's. That's a top, top thing. That's a top, 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 top. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big top. We should do a whole thing on aircraft carriers. We should. That would be interesting. Sometimes when we don't talk about pop culture, we talk about space. We do. And flights. We're nerds. At heart, we're both giant nerds. Yeah. So. Um, 
So you said something, or the video you were watching, actually, the guy said something. He was yeah. like, oh, ha, 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 I wonder how much the ticket was for that. Oh. Would you like to know? I do know. Up to $20,000. Well, the round trip from New York to London mm-hmm. was $12,000. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah. Can you imagine? No, I can't. I mean, I bought too. plane tickets for people that have been that pricey, but those have been like first class to, you know, from Los Angeles to like Azerbaijan, <laughs> you yeah, know, for yeah. like a one off. I, I can't imagine because the travelers that traveled the Concorde were frequent travelers of the Concorde mm-hmm. because it was the transatlantic flight that they needed to be taking for work often. Yeah. So 12,000 every time they did it. I'm trying to figure out. That's crazy. How much. So this one says even Concorde was more expensive than the most advanced fighter jets. So if you converted it to today's dollars, back then they cost $55 million a piece. The actual plane themselves? Yes. Gotcha. Which the British government didn't have to pay for for some reason, but I don't know why. Converted to today's dollars. Because each, the taxpayers owned it. Right. But like somebody still taxes. had to like, yeah, I mean, write they, the check. They wrote a check, but yeah. it came out of tax. It was taxpayer funded. It's the equivalent of nearly $200 million? That doesn't make any sense. It's 200 and then the six zeros that you would make million. So it feels like, I don't know how to read that many. I don't, I don't either. I'm like, I don't know that. No, I it's, can't two, it's 200 that. million. And it says that's more than an F-22 Raptor. That's not true. The Raptors cost like five or six billion. So this thing is not correct. Interesting. Uh, you, got, um, you got another fact? I have something really cool. Okay. So the record time for a Concorde flight was Paris to New York. Mm-hmm. And this record has not ever been beaten since then. It still stands. Two hours, 52 minutes, and 59 seconds wow. to get from Paris to New York. So on average, Concorde traveled one mile every two and three quarter seconds. It was so fast on the westbound flight it was possible to arrive at the local time that was earlier than when you left your original destination. What? So their slogan was arrive before you leave. Wow. How cool is that? That is cool. What's the time difference between New York and, and London? It's five hours. Five hours. Uh, yeah. So if you get yeah. it, if you're leaving London and you go, but that well, this was Paris. Not London. Is it's Paris, Paris to New York. Is Paris closer? I think that by a little bit. England is on uh, the GMT, and isn't Paris Euro the Euro time zone? Yeah, but not by much. Okay, so it's three thousand four hundred. Not by much. I mean, a time zone's a time zone, right? But <laughs> distance-wise, Paris and London are like. Oh yeah. So it's three thousand well, four hundred fifty-nine uh, miles uh, from New York to here. London, right? Mm-hmm. And then. New York to Paris is uh, 200 miles further. Mm-hmm. 3,650 or 25. Man, I'm making stuff up. Today. There's just a lot of numbers involved in this. This is a very numbers heavy episode. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that uh, not everybody Little loved the plane? There was actually something called the Anti-Concord Project. I am not surprised by that. I, I yeah. would assume that people would look at this project as something that we kind of look at as like, 
where could this go and how could this be weaponized mm-hmm. or whatever? And there would be a lot of fear surrounding that. People don't like change. Yeah. People don't like looking to the future and going, we could do cool things. The skyrocketing cost combined with the fear of damage from sonic booms ultimately resulted in strong enemies. Concord was prohibited from supersonic flight over a slew of countries, mm-hmm. including the United States. That does not surprise me. Yeah. One of the things people were scared of because it was so high was radiation. Yeah. So they had a Which ra- is really weird. Well, the sun, you know, we have the atmosphere to protect us. It it filters were some of the... Were they scared that we were breaking that filter? No, it was the, the proximity to the sun... That they were getting too close to the sun. Yeah, that they were getting more so radiation. they were like be- Icarus, yeah. getting, flying too close to the sun. Yeah, and the wings burn off. Woof, mm-hmm. look at us with our fucking mythology. Yeah. Damn. Check out our side podcast, <laughs> Mythology with Ike and Misty. <laughs> okay, here's something that I read that was so cool to me. The plane grew when it was flying. It grew? Yeah. So because of the heat... In the airframe being so intense, mm-hmm. the plane would grow six to ten inches during flight. It would wow. swell because it was so hot. Yeah. How cool is that? The, it's like it was alive. Yeah. The, uh, the SR-71, which also did supersonic mm. flight, when they gassed it up and it took off, it was it would have to leak out of its like cracks. Right. And then immediately after takeoff, it would have to refuel. Because it took almost a full tank to get to it up, get in, it the up air. in the air. And right. then by the time it went supersonic, it would seal itself up because it would grow and expand and like close down all the things that would hold all the gas. Right. That's nuts. Um, I want to go back for a minute to when we started the episode and you talked about how it was Concord. Mm-hmm. That's only in the UK. There were a, there was a lot of controversy around how to talk about the Concord in the US. We traditionally put the in front of it. In the UK, it's Concorde because it's a brand. Mm -hmm. We looked at it as a plane, not a brand of plane. Mm -hmm. So we called it the Concorde. Right. They call it Concorde. And in France, it's Le Concorde. Of course. (laughs) And they probably have extra mayo. Right. Le Concorde, which also is the Concorde. Did you know? I probably didn't. That the Concorde's top speed was not limited by its engines it's limited by temperature yeah Yeah, that would make sense with Mm -hmm. the whole expanding of the frame and stuff the friction from moving through the air heats the aluminum skin almost to the point at which it begins to soften right so if we had a which is how it swells if it was made out of um anumanium or whatever that thing is vibranium yes (laughs) so that's interesting yes because there oh are my God. there are fighter jets that do Mach three Mach yeah. three and a half. So right. I wonder if they're made out of uh, vibranium, yeah. some some metal that we don't even know about. Right. Ooh, let's look so up the cool. fastest plane that ever existed. Um, while you do that, I want to tell you about the last flight from New York to Heathrow because okay. pretty much it was just a big party in the sky. All oh, right, because it was the last one. They had announced that you know it was it was the end, and so the people that attended, Joan Collins, mm-hmm. models Jody Kidd and Christy Brinkley, British Airways Chairman Lord Marshall, broadcaster David Fox, Stock Exchange Chairman Chris Gibson Smith. When it left JFK, it flew through water cannons, spraying jets of red, white, and blue water. 
When it arrived at Heathrow, it was greeted by a thousand spectators seated in a grandstand built just for the occasion. And the queen consented to having Windsor Castle lit up as the last flight flew over. Wow. It's Windsor Castle is usually only lit up for visiting dignitaries and heads of state. And they did it for the Concorde. What was the reason why they shut it down? That's a pretty dark story. Mm. So there was a crash. There was the the Concorde took off from Paris and crashed like five miles. It hit a piece of metal on the runway, but managed to get up. But that damaged the plane and it crashed about five miles away and it killed I think it was 109 people. Um, it was everyone on the plane. Killed the entire flight crew, every passenger. Um, so at that point, what they decided to do was they decided to ground it for a hot second and do some revamping on it. And <clears throat> so that flight, the, the flight that crashed was July 25th, the year 2000. So... What happened in 2001? Bingo. As they went to go and reopen Concord operations, it was the exact same date that made history for September 11th, 2001. Whoa. Which caused the entire aviation business to go into a spiral Mm -hmm. after the fact that the planes were able to be taken over you know i mean there were across the board so many things that needed to be investigated um so it took a couple years for the airline industry to kind of rebound from all of that but there was no way at that point people were gonna go yeah i'm willing to shell out twelve thousand dollars for a round trip ticket right to something that can't perform the way that it used to Mm -hmm. so it um it did not sell tickets like hotcakes <laughs> like it did before. Oh. Um, Air France never rebounded from it, um, and they shut down operations first, and then British Airways very soon followed after. In 2000, it only took two years. In 2003, the entire Concorde program just collapsed. Hmm. So. Well. Thanks. We should end it on a high note. <laughs> yeah, that is not it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that is not it. And and talking about the last one left isn't going to do it either. You should Google it if you want to know about it, folks. Yeah, it's uh, sad. It's yeah. it's at London Heathrow. You have to you have to look for it though cuz they've got it hidden. Yeah. Um Well, you ever heard of uh carbon brakes? Like sports racing brakes? Sure. Well, the original ones were put on the Concorde. That's the the grandparents of carbon brakes. Dunlop specially developed a set of brakes to cope with the immense heat generated by the increased landing speed. Slowing a large jet from 170 miles an hour isn't the easiest thing to do in the world. You know how I... That's weird. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But cool. You know how I want to end this one? Okay. You told me that you were able to find the menu from the Concorde. I know, and I don't have it. Oh, no, just Google it again. Just Google menu from Concorde. I might still be in this article. Because I want to know about that. <laughs> it's in here somewhere. Ah, here we go. Okay. Um, brunch. To start your day, our specialty smoothie, a chilled blend of fresh fruits and juices. Appetizer. Lock freen smoked salmon with cream frioche and uh, <laughs> bel- creme fraiche. beluga, beluga caviar. 
Wow. Entrees. Farmhouse brunch of scrambled eggs, pork sausage and grilled bacon, tomato and sautéed wild mushrooms. I'm getting very hungry. So English breakfast. All right. Grilled filet of veal, marsala butter with confit of crepes. With confifi? Confit. Confit. <laughs> confit. Corn-fed chicken wrapped in Parma ham with fondue potatoes and creamed leeks with baby carrots. That's French. Main course salad of grilled artichokes and buffalo mozzarella. Mm. Dessert. Dessert. Classic cream caramel with poached saltatanas. Saltatanas. (laughs) Saltiness? Saltiness. (laughs) Or cheese. Oxford blue, fountains of gold, and unpasteurized coolini. Selection of bread rolls, coffee, decaffeinated coffee, and a selection of teas and chocolates. As an alternative to the full menus, how can they serve all of that in three hours? Breakfast and one person at a time. Oh, shut up. (laughs) I never thought I would say these words. It's the second time this week in an episode. I miss airplane food. Ooh. I can't believe I just said that. I know you really, really, really hate the idea of airplane food. I, I won't. It's. I, I know. We won't even have If that. they serve it to you on the plane, it's fully sanctioned. If you got it at Subway Why and brought it... Why is it any different? Because it just... They heat it all... It, they slowly bring the smell in the cabin up to a temperature. It's like a frog in a pot of boiling water. That's not true. Well, as they're cooking it and heating it up, it the cabin slowly fills with the aroma. If you're the only guy with a chicken bacon ranch Subway wrap... It floods the cabin instantly, it and it chokes us all out. It doesn't. Don't get me started. I know. You get real angry about this. Sometimes I say it just to get If to you, watch you bring spin. your own food on a plane, you're a pile of crap. I disagree. You're a bad that. person. Now you got me all fucking angry. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. He spins out of control every time. I don't like food on planes. <laughs> all right. This has been episode 129. <laughs> Signing off. I'm sorry. Bye, butthole. <laughs> <laughs>